0: Hi, my name is Dr. Kenny. I'm a clinical pharmacist with Nyan Pharmacy.
1: This is diversified. diversified diversified
2: game, game, Game.
1: Game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may
2: agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race. It's about, you know, ideas.
1: So, let the game begin. Hey!
2: It's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, I have the founder, of Nyan Pharmacy, Dr. Kenny, and she's going to give us the game on how she started, sustained and succeeding in the business of pharmacy. And I know she might look like, you know, the model that you saw with Tyra Banks, but no, she's a true pharmacist. So don't get it twisted. For those of you who are listening, you say, wait, she sounds too young. Aren't all pharmacists old white guys or, you know, something else? Nope. She's one of those changing the game. So Dr. Kenny, welcome to the show. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing
2: well. Thank you for having me. Well, thank thank um, you. And I, I'm great. I'm great. And thank you for coming on. I know this is her first time doing an interview like this. So it's going to be amazing when we get into the scandal of pharmacy. I'm just kidding. Oh, but, wow. I'm kidding. <laughs> but but it's, it's really all about you. But um, I really would like to, you know, know for the our audience that are listening on iTunes, Spotify, and our new partner at Africa Young Voices, AYV Radio in Sierra Leone, how and why did you get into pharmacy? What inspired you?
0: Okay, well, it started in high school. I had a love of chemistry, a uh, love of math, and just uh, putting things together. And I actually had a mentor, and she was a pharmacist, And she would, you know, take me to the side, talk to me about it. And I just became very, you know, interested in it. And I just, I just ran with it. And it's also um, a good way to help the community, people in your family. They always need pharmacists and um, who better to do it than me. So here I am.
2: Well, no, that that's true. And I, and I, I want you to have a teachable moment for, um, like people like my nephew that are here in South Florida, who they want to get into that field. And again, you know, everybody has advice. He comes from a, a family full of healthcare professionals. So everyone has advice, but sometimes, you know, you're 19 and you're like, Are they like, do they think they're going to like run my life and tell me exactly what I need to do? But everyone's saying, hey, why don't you go get a job at like a CVS Walgreens and become a tech and learn it while you're going through school? And so give us some game on some ways that could make it easier for the future pharmacists in America to get, you know, through the schooling and not be broke, hopefully. Like, how can they avoid some of the pitfalls and hurdles?
0: Okay, great. Um, So first thing I would say is definitely try to find a mentor. If you know someone or even go seek that person out. Um, I think it definitely is a good idea to uh, work for a pharmacy while you're in pharmacy school. I would definitely not, you know, not advise anyone to overdo it. Like as far as, you know, working 40 hours, things like that. Definitely give yourself some kind of cushion uh, financially. So you You know, you're definitely gonna need time to study. But one of the things that I would say is, you know, just to find a mentor. And while you have the opportunity, while you're in school, learn as much as you can. Uh, When you actually get out into the field, sometimes people think, oh, these things, I'm never gonna use this, I'm never gonna use that. For myself, I actually use it all. So I would definitely say, while you have the time in school, take advantage of it and find a mentor.
2: Now, in finding that mentor, uh, can you round with that mentor? Should can you should you work under that mentor? You know how 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 close of a relationship can you get while being a student and you know trying to you know work and all that? Just yeah, just just curious.
0: Okay, sure. Um, for example, let's say if you are working at a Walgreens or a CVS or a, um, independent pharmacy, if you're able to find someone who's willing to teach you. Then I would definitely try and stick with that person. Let's say, even if you have to change your positions, you always want to try and maintain that professional relationship with that person. And also, everywhere that you go and all of your interactions, try and build positive relationships. I know sometimes people, you know, when you're in school and you're done with this preceptor or you're done with this professor, or even the students, you always want to try and maintain a positive relationship. You never want to leave anywhere on a negative note. That's definitely something else that I would say.
2: Okay. And what about, you know, trying to, is there any accelerated program? Because if you want to go to law school, you really don't have to get your bachelor's. You can do your 90 credit hours and then go directly to law school. Um, Medicine has a similar program. You know, every school has a different program. Is there any accelerated program where you can just, you know, do your, your prereqs and all that good stuff? And do you have to have a bachelor's to get into pharmacy school?
0: Um, well, when I graduate, I know in the state of Florida you have to graduate with the uh, doctorate degree. That's uh, mandatory for everyone in Florida. But there are some programs that are 100 online, or at least for the um, before you get to the rotations and the clinicals. Um, there are some programs that are online. There are programs that are accelerated. I'm not quite sure what the name of those pro those programs are. There are pharmacy programs that have. Uh, a master's in business administration built into those programs and I believe there is a pharmacy program that will allow you to get your George doctor also so
2: okay and, you know, some of these online programs, people sometimes say, wait, that sounds way too easy, or I won't be trained as well as if I go do it the long way. You know, can you speak on that? Because you might have met some pharmacists who did it so quick and said they should have never let you out of school. Or you <laughs> might have been like, you know what, maybe I could have did it quicker if I went through your program. Like, how, how What's your opinion on the accelerated?
0: My opinion on the accelerated and the online is it depends on what type of learner you are. If you're someone who can learn independently and you don't need to really ask a lot of questions, and if you don't understand something, you can go search the information out. And I think online would, you know, that's ideal because then you don't have to worry about commuting to school. You don't have to worry about, you know, just all of those little things that um, eat up, you know, take away your time when you need to study. You have more time to just focus. And for me, I thought I I felt like every second counted. So I didn't want to waste any time. I didn't want to waste time driving there. I didn't want to waste time coming back. I I just wanted to study. So if you're someone that's an independent learner, that's great. If not, if you need reassurance and encouragement, that's definitely not the um, choice for you.
2: Now a lot of people might say you know what it seems cool to be a pharmacist but you know they might be in high school they might be in college right now um, they might think oh I'm too old but I you know the biggest barrier a lot of times for the healthcare for our community is, I'm not good at math, or I'm not good at science. And and it's, you know, I've heard from so many people, like, you don't have to be, you know, the trigonometry, whatever the top is, you don't have to know all the calculus, you just have to be able to follow certain formulas. So what can you speak if you're speaking to those young people or or even the older ones saying, I would have did that, but I'm not good at math and science. Um, what what would you say to them?
0: I would say this for people that actually have challenges, that's one thing. I, I completely understand if they say, Oh, I can't get it. But if you apply yourself and you're disciplined and you focus, then I think that you can do anything. It's just a matter of being disciplined and being dedicated. Um, for example, it may take Some people, a very short amount of time to learn something. And then for others, it may take a little bit longer. So it's just, what are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to, how how hard are you willing to work at it? And are you going to be disciplined and stay the course? So...
2: Okay. And for, you know, for a a lot of uh, fields, I know the Chloe program for lawyers, if you aren't good at, you know, maybe taking the LSAT or, or something like that, they have programs that can help you and mentor. Are there any programs that you know of or maybe a part of that are helping, you know, build up new pharmacists so we get more diversity in pharmacy?
0: Well, unfortunately, I'm not aware of any of those programs, but I know that uh, most colleges of, of pharmacy, they do provide, a, you know, a, a plethora of uh, tutoring information, whatever. But usually by the time you get to this, are you referring to it as being in the program or just? or just, um, you
2: know, if someone says, you know what, I think I'm going to need extra help for whatever their barrier is, if there is any, any program for that to, you know, that's just pushing diversity in pharmacy.
0: Oh, okay. Um, it's specifically for diversity in pharmacy. I'm not you know aware of them, but I know, um, I do know that a lot of, uh, colleges of pharmacy, they have uh, their own associations where they kind of do outreach. So, uh, reaching out to someone in one of those programs, like I was saying, try and find a mentor, that would definitely help. And sometimes people will share information that they have with you, such as um, different preparation courses for major exams, um, things that they did in undergraduate. Like, for example, if someone says, you know, I had a, a problem with organic chemistry, I have an organic chemistry book right there with all of my old notes in it and with some of my old exams and old um I ha- you know, I just have all of that information still. So, okay.
2: now you are a young pharmacist. You have your own company. Um I I want to know It's one thing to become a pharmacist. It's another thing to become an entrepreneur and then you start hiring. What were the steps in saying, you know what, I want my own building? Or is it that you work out of another facility so you didn't have to work worry about that? Like, what were those steps and where are you at? Because that's inspirational in itself. I mean, any type of entrepreneurship where you have to, you know, your name is on the line, you you know, yeah, talk about, you know, the steps you took and where you're at.
0: All right. So um, for me, I'm currently still building as far as the, you know, getting the business off the ground. So I am definitely still building at that. But I knew the areas that I want to specialize in. I knew my niche. And what I did is before I got to this point, I made sure to seek out positions that would put me in a, a better position when I have my own pharmacy that I would be ready. I would already know how the game works and I would be able to hit the ground running. So for example, I worked with specialty HIV medication or specialty uh, medication for HIV and Hep C. I worked for a company for one year. So I was able to get the training while you know i was still getting paid because i knew i would need that information for what i you know want to do in the future i work retail so i know how to you know work re, you know how to handle retail i've worked as a pharmacy manager so i know how to handle that as well so i would strongly say before you just uh jump into an area of business if you're able to get some training or there go back to mentorship uh, again that's definitely a, a good idea so
2: okay um, go check out the links in the description, and I believe you are in the Tampa area. If um, you, and you do have your own building, like when they go and look in the links in the description, um, you have your own building. So when they come to your pharmacy, it's it's in your own building, correct?
0: Not as of right now. As of right okay. now, we're still working on securing the building. So,
2: okay, securing I, the building. Yes. Oh, go ahead.
0: But I am out right now doing the marketing and the branding and everything like that as far as building relationships, um, speaking with, you know, the prescribers or healthcare providers in the area so that when that uh, the building is open, that, you know, we'll be able to hit the ground running and have a positive start. So,
2: okay. Are you currently looking for investors?
0: Um, yes. Investors are always good. Yes.
2: <laughs> okay. I know exactly we uh,
0: doing that now. So, yes.
2: Okay, yeah, I got got to ask because you know we're we're uh, one of the uh, small members at Florida Funders. Uh, mostly, it's in tech, but you know, uh, venture capital is venture capital. So I just just like to to know. So we put that out there because if we don't ask, people won't know. Now, right. <laughs> now with COVID, you know, um, I would just think. Because we saw nurses making hand over fist. I mean, I won't even say some of the salaries of people. I know what they're making. How was pharmacy? Was there an uptick in salary or, um, you know, or was it kind of the same?
0: Well, um, for me, it was actually, it it was really good. And there was a boom for pharmacists to uh, for different roles of and pharmacy that were in very high demand, such as uh, vaccination. There was a big push. They wanted everyone to pro, uh, to deliver vaccinations. So that was something that was really big in Florida.
2: OK, so it was really good. Um, I And this is, you know, our people, sometimes we get motivated by what we see, the glitz, the glam. And so, you know, when they see a nurse made 300,000 and up, uh, they, oh, I gotta get into nursing. Or they tell the babies, I gotta get into nursing. Um, pharmacy, you don't see, you know, a lot of pharmacies shining that new Rolex they got off. Uh, so tell us in, in, in what range could a new pharmacist be looking at? Is it a, you know, 80,000, a six figure, uh, uh, maybe, you know, uh, a high 200,000 if they were to get into pharmacy, just to get their thirst, you know, for the
0: money. <laughs> you know, motivate, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In addition to the motivation of providing a great uh, benefit for the community, right? Yeah. But, um, I just want to go back to something I mentioned earlier, as far as the, uh, increase positions and pay for pharmacy for pharmacists that did provide the vaccination. I was just saying that was an example of, you know, the uptick in positions and salary. But that's not necessarily something that I'm saying that I did. But um, back to the question that you just asked me, pharmacists can, the starting maybe, and it depends on the location, maybe 95000 to maybe 140000 depending on, um you know, which state you're in, the population, all that kind of things and and the needs, so. And and
2: I'm sure you went, you know, to school with people who did not make it. Maybe some of them look like you or maybe they wanted to come with you. What's one of the, the biggest, you know, barriers that stopped them from completing you know from our community and, and, and i'm just trying to figure out some solutions and ways where we can say oh if was it money um was it you know people might have had this been their second career what were some of the things that you saw that stopped people from completing
0: you know that is an excellent question i'm so glad you asked that question um, what I see mostly is the lack of discipline and complaining. People that I would see complain often, they would not make it because they spend so much time complaining or saying this was too hard or people who say everybody failed. It wasn't just me. Everybody failed that those people that um, make that excuse a lot. They like, you don't, And I mean, it is unfortunate, But, you know, you kind of encourage people, but then you kind of got to distance yourself because if you're someone who's just always going to complain, you know, the way that I would look at it is like, let's say if I had a hiccup, I say, wow, that was bad. All right, let's go. (laughs) We got to keep going because the sooner you realize what's going on, the sooner you can jump into the next thing. It's like, you know, you're running hurdles if you're running a race and you just miss the hurdle or, you know, you, you stumble a little bit, you can't just stop and say, Oh, you got to keep going. So you can finish the race. So, um, but I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Finish it up. Yeah. And I mean, as far as finance finances, I've seen people actually try and live in the school because they didn't have a place to, um, (laughs) I'm, I'm so serious at Palm beach Atlantic. they, I remember they put a memo up to say um, basically the students could not sleep in the building, and I knew who the the um, I knew who the message was intended for because I knew that person personally. So I said, "Oh wow, she got caught sleeping in the building." So wow, it's really oh. it's really discipline and dedication what will carry you through, and it has to be money is great, but it does have to be more than money because when you see those hard times. You know, when it when you're really struggling, um, some people give up. So you have to really want it for something. Unless, like I said, unless you're one of those people who just catch on to everything super easy, but you have to really want it. So. Okay. And, and I can understand
2: it. There's no shame into that person who was trying to live in the building. I had a similar scenario yeah. after grad school while interning on the hill. And I was there early and I was trying to leave on the latest thing because I would eat there. <laughs> I, there was no sleep. So I get it. You're just trying to soak up everything because what you're going home to is not much and it's not, it might not be yours in my case. So I, I understand somebody trying to live in the building. I'm there when it opened. there. When, you know, when it closes um, or when the last train leaves. Let me ask, you know, being that it's not all about the money, what is a community give back that you've been able to do or one that you would like to do in the future?
0: Okay, well, actually, I just uh, became a facilitator for American um, the American Lung Association for um, open airways in schools. And what that program does is it uh, teaches asthma education to um, children between the ages of about 8 and 12 and also their parents as well. So that's something I'm really excited about doing that because a lot of children in our, commu- in our community, you know, have asthma. And that attributes to a lot of sick days, uh, parents missing um, work. And, and that's something that you can really make an impact with. In, with You know, meager means so. Just the information alone can be very helpful. So I'm excited about that. Also, um, I'm working on organizing a run for. It will be sometime around December of 2022, and uh, it's going to be a 5K. The 5K between between the 5K and a 15K, and I'm looking to find a charity that advocates for uh foster care for children in our community so i think that would be a worthwhile cause and is definitely needed so
2: Okay. And, and, and Dr. Kenny is cheating y'all when she says, get a run for you. It might be like, <laughs> let me try this 5k, but she does these things backwards and sometimes <laughs> in her sleep when you go and check her out, whether it's on her, you know, uh, pharmacy, Instagram, or her personal one. I'm not going to give you the personal one because some of you guys don't know how to act in the oh, DMs, <laughs> but, <laughs> but if you, if you can find it, you can find it, but she is definitely, definitely there. And I'm going to tell uh, Dr. Chi, who's from Tampa, to fly back from where she lives now, come to Tampa and maybe you know she'll join you because she she definitely will enjoy something like that. Uh, I want to go back to what you said though, real quick about the complainers and how they didn't finish. That's a life lesson for life, because a lot of people, especially if you don't have, you know, means or you can't see the finish line or even halfway in front of in front of you you complain and act like everybody else is lucky and it's not that Mm -hmm. but you're not going to go far in that race looking at everybody else and if they're passing you up can you tell the people you know are there any books that you read to help you um what has helped you not complain and be able to just you know see maybe a, a hurdle as oh that's an opportunity to show how great i really am
0: Um, the philosophy that I use and I tell everyone is whatever you want is within your grasp. You just have to, uh, be determined enough to reach out and take it and believe that you can, you know, that you can reach it. So, but, um, as far as, you know, what I do myself, um, it's not necessarily something that I read. I always think about You know, and this is something I tell myself and my daughter every day with everything that I learn. um, I pray that I can help myself to help my family and to help my community. And I take that with me as far as everything that I'm able to learn from, whether it's good or bad, help me to be able to use it and carry it forward. And that's actually where uh, the name Nyan Pharmacy, uh, Nyan Sappho. So, which means, which is the uh, the wisdom knot, the symbol, um, I'm sorry, were you going to say something? Uh-uh, I'm listening. Okay, so um, it's a symbol of, it represents intelligence, ingenuity, and patience, and I believe that um, in everything that we learn, we should always try and keep it with us and take it with us and to use it to benefit ourselves, our family, and our community, so... And that's also why I'm a big believer in lifelong learning. So, and giving back.
2: And, and the key to me that you said, you said prayer, and you guys, you know, whoever you're praying to, because I know some of y'all are so stuck on the universe, you forgot who made it. But whoever <laughs> that that is, you know, um, that that this is great stuff. Um, again, if you're listening even outside of the country at AYV radios, Freetown, you know I don't want to go to Africa. I, I'll show you, show you some places in Africa that could really use your help too. In case that's a um, you know, an okay. interest of yours. Anything, where can the people find you, where they can connect with you if they have serious questions, especially business questions about investment or, you know, how they too can become a pharmacist?
0: Okay, sure. Um, You can reach me at info at nyanpharmacy.com. Also at uh, nyanpharmacy.com on Instagram as well. Nyan Pharmacy on Twitter. And also, yeah, those are the the primary ways to reach me, so
2: all right well you guys have been blessed by the game and if you do nothing else i want you to share this with somebody because with this type of game you can't go broke you're listening to somebody who has you know already started her party she's showing you it can be done she looks like you she's talking like you and you can't go broke when you're around a good information turn off that crap and start listening to things that actually enrich you and make sure you share it with somebody it will change their life. Y'all be blessed.
1: Hi everyone. Have you ever been curious about visiting Africa? Which African country were you interested in? Kenya, Nigeria, Uganda, South Africa, Ethiopia? Which country are you interested in? My good friend, Kellen Cash Coleman, So imagine what you can do with a hundred dollars back home. I say back home because I'm from Sudan, I'm African, I already know how it's like, I know that you know when you convert Canadian and American money, it goes a long way when you're traveling across Africa. So if you're curious, um, if, if Africa is a place that you've always wanted to go, always wanted to move there. Kellen Cash is the person to ask. Check out the course. There's a little preview you can listen to um, before you actually purchase it. If you're interested in this course, visit www.diversifiedgame.com. Don't miss out.